With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening. The opinions and statements voiced by our guests do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this network. Enjoy the shows. You're listening to WBHM, digital broadcasting, the best in paranormal talk only on Paranormal Experience Radio. Broadcasting live, live, live out of Birmingham, Alabama. Welcome to the Paranormal Experience Radio Show with your host, Captain Hobson. We are here to learn all we can about every type of experience within the paranormal. There will be interviews with seasoned investigators of the spiritual realm, including ufologists, cryptozoologists, psychics, mediums, authors, and creators of technology, and others with credible knowledge to share. Together, we will find out what brought these investigators of the unknown into the field and learn what keeps them working so hard in it. I'm interested in learning how these individuals go about their work, and I believe you are too. This program is all about bringing those who are in the field together with our listeners who are interested in what they find. For us, the paranormal is all about working with and supporting each other. We're all here seeking answers to the questions that bother us so. Now, let's get those answers. And enjoy the show. Good evening. Welcome to Paranormal Experience with Kat Hobson. I am so glad that y'all are here. And I tell you, we have had some of the most atrocious weather here in Alabama. I know that they had tornadoes in Ohio. Things are happening everywhere. So we're a little uh, late getting started because of some glitches relevant to that. And I am just so glad to be here. I have to give a shout out. Because it is my research partner and partner in crime who has found the woman of his dreams and is happily ever ever aftering. His name is Frank Lee, and it is his birthday today. And Frank, I'm going to do you a favor and not sing, because we both know that just would not end well. But I am so glad to see you so happy, and I cannot wait until you're filling in for me while I'm over in Scotland. So, thanks for that. And guys, if you do not know who Frank Lee is, he is the voiceover man in most of my advertisements. 
and he is just really a lot of fun so and he's completely outrageous y'all are going to enjoy him when he's here i'm trying to get him back on the radio period but he's being hard-headed now that being said speaking of hard-headed no i kid actually if y'all know these people y'all know i'm not kidding but i am so lucky to have two of my favorite people and they're my favorite people to investigate with also um joining me tonight we get along like a bunch of runaway horse thieves so y'all are probably going to just be shocked and amazed and wonder how we can get away with that but we're internet we're okay my first guest i'm going to do these by gender is Lori dorsey she is someone that i met at an event at the titanic and we have been just besties i guess ever since as far as our getaway time and traveling together to get to locations and just basically having a um a really good time doing what we love she is a genius when it comes to her sls and her um rim pod she gets more activity with that than most people do and it's it is actual communication because it is spot on in response to her so it's really something pretty cool to see Uh, my second guest is rick mccallum and i'm going to tell you that if i had done that introduction any way other than the way i did i would have been in trouble with him and anyone who knows him knows that's true he's a perfect gentleman he is the author of the paranormal book of the year ghosts believe in me they do and you know i just really enjoy everything about these people rick is a lifetime honorary member of scottish paranormal he is the co-founder of hollywood ghost hunters he is a stuntman extraordinaire and now he is doing coordination and although with his ability to fall down at any given moment I wonder if that's a good thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. Hey, Rick. Hey, Lori. Hey. Hello. Hello. I'm just trying to to figure out which one of you is Thelma and which one is Louise. (laughs) She's Thelma. (laughs) So, but got that that redhead thing going on. Yeah. (laughs) So. But um, I am so glad y'all are here. I'm so sorry for the glitches. We are going to go the full two hours, if that's okay with both of you. Oh, yeah. And, you know, we've got so much to share. We've got so much coming up. And, yeah, we just got back from doing a Spirit Realm event at the Winchester House fairly recently. You do stuff out there with um, Jim, and you do stuff with the Dark Zone as well. You're a busy guy. Boy, I'll tell you, I, I'm really going to be busy coming up because we're doing uh, the 20th. We're doing the uh, Glen Tavern Inn in Ventura. And then on the uh, 25th, I'm going to be at Old Paul Dang with you guys. I can't wait. And then July 2nd, I leave for a month in Scotland to go over there and annoy all those people. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're looking forward to being annoyed, I can tell you. 
Said. Well, they got three years uh, uh, time off for good behavior because of COVID. Now <laughs> they better it's, be ready. Now it's on. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. on. <laughs> you know, I reached out to them um, this week because I had questions that were bothering me so. And they are just, the whole team is good, but the people that I have interviewed there, um, Ryan, Allie, Kyle and Greg are just some of the best people. I I enjoy them, and I was actually calling and asking for weather fashion advice, <laughs> and I told them that it would probably be better for me to speak to a wife. But um, they answered all my questions, got me taken care of. But they are astounding investigators. That they are. I, I tell you, I, I tell everybody, I think. You know, and I've, I've ghosted with a lot of groups and I've met a lot of really good groups, but mm -hmm. I think they are the best group that there is. I mean, they have their own research facility right there in the middle of town that people can walk into and get help with their EVPs and their video and everything else. And then they have little meetings that people can sit in and ask questions and everything else. And I mean, these guys are serious. They're, they're a lot of fun, but they're serious. Well, let's get um, this point across the town it's not a it's not a small town they have an actual storefront in edinburgh so they're they're the real deal people come in there seeking help seeking knowledge they have classes they they build equipment they are they really are amazing i mean that's not a small town gig that they're having well no. actually actually they are in a smaller town um, they're not in Edinburgh. They're actually in a town called Fife. Well, which, I thought that the storefront was in Edinburgh. Thank no, you. it's, in, it's in Fife because, uh, that's central located to where each one of the guys is. Cause they all come from different directions. Right. And Edinburgh, if you were going to get a storefront, you would be out of business in about two days. Cause it's extraordinarily expensive. Well, yeah, it's just, a, I mean, it's a large metropolitan city. So I stand that, corrected, but that's okay. I'm no, used that's to that. Okay. No, Fife is, is uh, I've been there many times. I mean, it's it's a delightful little town. I hope we get to go there while we're doing our tour. Um, it's just, you know, it's ex exactly what you'd expect a little Scottish town to be. And I can't people, wait to see people come from a lot, a lot of different, from Edinburgh, Glasgow, and everything else to come to their meetings. So it's pretty cool. It is very cool. Mm-hmm. But first, you're going to Old Paulding Jail. Finally, I'm so excited. I, you're excited. You've been oh. there. I never have. I'm so excited. I'm, I'm, I'm about ready to start walking to the airport now and get there. <laughs> I mean, I've heard stories from both you and Lori. Yes. Right? About how great their place is. So, oh, yeah. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait. And plus, I have my two hench people with me. Four hench people. Yeah, and I'm bringing two, and I'm bringing two more with me, yeah. Cheryl Plum and uh, and Mikey Thompson. Yep. The L.A. Division. That's West right. Coast. <laughs> West Coast Division. West, West Coast Co Branch. Yes. But, you know, you've just about. We just need someone like in New England somewhere, on the on the East Coast because we've got Western Division, Southern Division. Middle America division, and now we just need West Coast. 
East Coast. East Coast. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm rattled by all this thunder. I know y'all are hearing that. So. Well, I just saw I just saw the lightning in uh, Dorsey's picture up there. Right. Yep. We're living the dream. We're living wish, the dream. I wish I was. I love thunderstorms, and well, we I never get too, any. We get nothing here in California. We actually just, had a storm today that was, uh, it was a warned storm. But it was not the National Weather Service or the local weather service. It was through an emergency management electrical program. And, you know, for an electrical storm. And all I could think of was, well, didn't I see this in a movie? <laughs> yeah. The aliens are coming. But, um... It was kind of like that, seriously, which wouldn't be surprising given my weekend. But um, I really hope they don't have my address. <laughs> we, we need to warn Lori that someone is sneaking up on her. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> There's a tiny human sneaking up on you. Yes, Jack. <laughs> but anyway, Old Paulding, I want to go. I want to go to Old Paulding. I want to go now. Well, you can't because yeah. Shelly's sick. <laughs> I'll, wait out, I'll wait out front. <laughs> yeah. But um, genuinely, this is going to be so much fun. It is one of, A, it's one of the cleanest locations you're ever going to walk into. Oh, because yeah. Shelly is just that girl. When the season starts, that they can get the doors open to you know, host events because you know, it's pretty cold up there during the winter. Yeah. Um, her whole team, the whole 187 PI team comes in there and they just do a full cleaning weekend. Yeah. And the beauty of that is that Shelly loves to cook. So yes. she feeds them. And, you know, she'll feed you. You yeah. lucky devil. <laughs> you mean we have to clean while we're there? <laughs> no. I told her that probably would never happen. I don't even so. clean my apartment. Uh, come on now. <laughs> but you know, one of the reasons I'm looking forward to Old Paulding Tell me. Is, is because when little Cat Hobson was on Portals to Hell and told your story about Old Paulding. Yes. It was amazing. Well, it was think, so true. I mean, it was so... You need to share it with your listeners. Well, I can do that. Because it was but... phenomenal. But yeah, it well it was it was an absolute uh, Cheryl said she'll clean up, we're good. But um it did do me a a lot of good to be able to talk about it because um I had gone to the jail, Shelly and I um had been at Scarefest and we were leaving going back to Paulding, right? And we were gonna yeah, she had invited me. I was going to do um, a live show from there. And as I was testing the areas in the jail for reception and sound and just um, making sure that I could have my internet. Because I, I always travel with a um, a cable that's a, a line in. It's a direct line. I am never wi-fi when i am doing a live a live show but um well on the road 
So I'd been upstairs on the third floor of the jail where the sheriff likes to hang out in the little kitchen up there, and there's a child spirit there, and everything was fine. When we went downstairs to the cell blocks, everything should have been fine, but I put my computer on a table in the first floor cell block, and that table was where someone had been found hung. And that it was the only show in town as far as being able to set the computer down. And when I put it down there, all hell broke loose, frankly. And, you know, I'm I'm hearing stomping around me and I'm hearing like rumbling and and every cell door was slamming shut audibly. I'm sitting here, and that was back before my ex-producer ran off with my credit card and saying he was going into, you know, drug treatment for 30 days. Actually, he said, like, you know, months, but it wasn't. Anyway, so he was producing me. I'm doing the testing. He says, I can hear this. I'll let you know if it becomes time to go. And I'm like, okay. So I'm going on and I'm doing my thing and they are, bear in mind, I'm hardwired. They are messing with my computer, making it look like I have no internet, um, making it look like I'm on Wi-Fi and that that's failing, doing all kinds of things with my computer. And I have my MacBook with me because I travel with that. It's easier to produce on the road from that. And so all this stuff is happening. When I looked up, I'm hearing all these doors. I look up and nothing's moving, right? But every door is slamming. Even the fire doors, it sounds like somebody's beating on the fire doors that go out to the emergency stairwell. And it couldn't have been anyone out there because that's enclosed by a fence with razor wire. It hasn't been that long since this was an active jail. So I'm getting mad. I'm fussing at the ghosts. The ghosts are mad. They're banging things around. And I am, sometimes I lose control of my temper. I don't know why. But I was just like, I am not amused. (laughs) Do not mess with my computer equipment. I can't afford to buy a new MacBook. And I mean, I was just on a tear. And so, um... In my ear, I get, it's time to go, pick up your stuff, and walk out the door. And I was just, I was so mad, it was hard to do, but I picked it up. I didn't say another word. I just picked my stuff up, and I walked out. The minute my foot hit outside that cell block, all the sound stopped. Every bit of it. Computer was fine, everything. And Shelly went to go make us some coffee. And I asked her to play, you know, turn on her portal. She has a portal that you can listen to the spirits with. It's on up there a lot because they like to talk. And I went and I set my stuff in her office and I just kind of took a few breaths and I went in the kitchen and I just told her, I said, you know, I'm, I'm pretty mad. I'm pretty upset. If you could please get us started, I would appreciate that. So I fixed a cup of coffee and she's talking to the spirits and um, she says, now, who is messing with Kat's equipment? 
and you heard this voice, this real snide voice, and, you know, it says, I was, and the snideness got me, and my old southern woman temper with no hands holds barred, you could say the hide showed up that day, and um, it was unlike Donkey Kong. <laughs> Not the hod. The hod. <laughs> And we're going to take a break, and then you can tell people who the hot is. <laughs> I'm afraid to. <laughs> I know. We'll be right back, y'all. You come back, too. You're listening to WBHM Digital Broadcasting, the best in paranormal talk, only on Paranormal Experience Radio, broadcasting live out of Birmingham, Alabama. Come on, I'm Southern, but... Um, nope. That'll do. Hello, I am Kat Hobson, host of Paranormal Experience here on WBHN Digital Broadcasting out of Birmingham, Alabama. I enjoy having guests from all areas of the paranormal, from ghosts to ufology to cryptids and beyond. You'll find some of the best researchers in their fields bringing you some great information. Join me on Wednesday nights from 8 to 10 p. Eastern here on WBHM Digital Broadcasting. Since 1948, Fate Magazine has brought you reports of the strange and unknown, all of them true. Fate Radio is carrying on that tradition, bringing you the unusual, macabre, strange, and bizarre. Join host Cat Hobson Sunday nights from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern on WBHM Digital Broadcasting. Listening to WBHM Digital Broadcasting, the best in paranormal talk, only on Paranormal Experienced Radio, broadcasting live out of Birmingham, Alabama. Welcome back to Paranormal Experience with Kat Hobson. I'm so glad you're here because I have two of my favorite people to investigate with. Um, and not only that, but one of them is as close to an expert as you're going to get on old potting gel without it being Shelly or one of the 187 PI guys. I have Rick McCollum and I have Lori Dorsey. So, you know, I am so glad that you're here because I was just telling about my experience where the hide showed up at the jail, but with not without reason. And did you, are you brave enough to tell them about the hot or were you just going to mess with me about it? No, no, I'll, I'll, I'll tell them. But <laughs> uh, one thing we have to say is one who's the expert of the two of us at Old Paulding is Lori, because yes. I haven't been there yet. And she's been there a million times. Yes. But, but anyway, yes. the hod is nothing that you want to uh, actually bump into. Because that is, that is her nickname when she goes flying off the handle and wants to kill things. And it stands for the Harbinger of Doom. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So avoid the hot at all cases. Be nice to little cat Hobson and it'll all go well. It does all go well because I am nice. You are nice. That's why when the hot shows up, it's terrifying. Well, people are shocked. (laughs) But yeah, in all fairness, I, I was closing an office in California. So every time I went out there, somebody was going to lose a job. And so that was my nickname, the Harbinger of Doom. And, you know, and then they got to meet her. <laughs> so that was fun. But in all fairness, when that man came back on Shelly's portal and he was so snide, I just came undone. I was like, do you think I came here for my help? No, I am here to promote you and, and Shelly and the jail because you know Shelly bought this jail because it mattered to her and it was going to be torn down where would you be if 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 this building were torn down that's actually a good question where would you be so you know it was just ridiculous and the guy I told the guy I said you know I have a nine hour drive home in the morning and you know it's just one of those things that I don't really like you know, driving at seven o'clock in the morning, but what are you doing? I'm here to help. I'm not here to be a a jerk. And the guy said, really? With the inquisitiveness. And so we started talking from that point and, you know, it was much better, but the humor of the whole situation was that I was spending the night in the jail. I had to take my shower there. I had to get everything else done. And I was just like, showers are off limits. And if you're going to come into my room, I don't care if you flit around, but be quiet. I have a long drive. And so they, they did come into the room. I saw, you know, shadows and I heard whispering, but I was so tired. I didn't even look. And um, when I got up the next morning and got in my car, I listened to No Shoes Radio. I like Kenny Chesney's music. It's happy. It keeps you upbeat. I just love it. So anyway, I was listening to that, and my Sirius radio skipped, which doesn't happen. And the song that came on, I couldn't believe it. I took a picture, and I sent it to Shelley. It was um, Alison Krauss. A ghost in this house. That's pretty cool. It it is, and I mean, we all know that they can manipulate electricity and they use different energies and such. But that was good. That was an excellent trick. So, and that is is cool. You know, it was a nice goodbye. But just for the record, when I said that. I heard a voice, you know, I heard time to go. That was from my ex-producer. So it was, it was not a ghost, but they were making enough noise on their own, but he heard something that made him say, it's time to go. Well, when you're surrounded, when you're surrounded, things are stomping. All the, all the uh, jail doors are clanging. And, might be time to go visit another room. <laughs> well, but they were messing with my stuff. 
they didn't yes. know who they're they didn't know what they were messing with <laughs> <laughs> you have found out once or you know but every so often that tone comes up even when i don't mean for it to not at no, you yeah uh, but whenever i hear it i just hide true <laughs> david too well so. see that just proves that men aren't totally stupid <laughs> no, no comment there you go depends on the day yes well i know that i know that girl up there uh that dorsey girl knows a lot about balding and oh, has she like does. Eight, eight billion things you know what i like that Lori does i was talking about this on a show the other night how she plays elvis music next to her yes. rem pod. and i gotta tell you that they like Elvis. That thing really, that really thing lights up like Christmas tree. It does. Elvis and Righteous Brothers and Johnny Cash and Roy Orbison and Glenn Campbell. Like all of those. No Lady Gaga? No. <laughs> we no. have to go to my playlist for that. <laughs> I live for the applause, applause. <laughs> well, my she first a good businesswoman, though. Go ahead. Remember that one? Yeah. My first experience when I stayed up, I was supposed to spend the night. And Shelly got the uh, box out. And we were talking. And I said, um, do you guys care if I spend the night here? And there was a re- resounding no I said I can't I can't spend the night here no so I looked at Shelly I said well I guess I'm not going to spend the night she goes well you can spend the night I said no they don't want me to spend the night well did you ask was that when you asked if you could stay in a cell or was that just staying the night anywhere in the jail no it was yeah I was going to spend the night in a cell because she didn't have that room fixed up yet because it was You know, I don't know how many years ago when I first started. A few. (laughs) Yeah. A A few. A few years ago. And every time, it I don't know how many years it took them. They finally, this last year, they're finally okay with me staying. It took them a while to be okay with me. The sheriff was always okay with me. He was never... He he always, uh, in fact, he was asking about Tom, you know, it came across the portal, how's Tom, and, you know, this and that, so the sheriff was okay with me, it was the inmates that didn't. <laughs> well, tell people didn't what your care. former job was, then they might well, understand that. Yeah, I was, I worked for the sheriff's office, and... I did a little bit of everything. I did. I took care of inmates. I went on raids. I went, oh gosh, I just, yeah, I did a lot of, lot of things. <laughs> we were all office. Yeah. You had to fill in whoever was needed where, but, yeah. um, but the but thing they knew that, that I, about you. Before yeah. You and, there. I, and I think they were upset because, I told him, I said, don't try to intimidate me. Yeah. I said, I've worked in a place like this for years. So this being here doesn't scare me. So I think that ticked him off. I mean, really, you know, I just, 
but not too much intimidates me. So it's well, all good. Yeah. That's why we <laughs> investigate so well together. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, that, but I'm very respectful. I don't, I ask please and thank you. Also, I why they like you more than me. <laughs> <laughs> and I, you know, I try to, I thank them every time they talk to me or they light up my um, equipment. I yeah. thank them as much as I can, you know, and then I, then I play my music and they seem to enjoy that. The birthday parties we've had there at the jail. Uh, it brings epic. out. It's it epic. And I mean, those, who are, those are for the man who was found hung. For those one of haven't been there. Little girl, yeah. Nancy. Yeah. She, she she hangs out there, and we've had parties for her, and we have one for the sheriff, and everybody showed up for that. I mean, it's it was just it's very. It's very interesting, the interaction. Very. It sounds very interactive. I mean, I can't wait to get my little chubby self there and start yeah. wandering around. I can't wait and, to see you trying to get into one of the dungeon cells. <laughs> He's gonna There's have a dungeon down there. Crawl. Get back in that basement. Am yeah. I going to fall down again? <laughs> Are you going to what? Yeah. You're going to be Am small. I going to fall down again? No, you're you just going to have to get small. That's not going to be easy. Well, no, that it's dungeon... not. Well, we can fit Cheryl in there. She's small. <laughs> I can get back there. That's no problem. Well, yeah. And Cheryl it's just said, just... do they have hard hats? And it's like, they don't. They may no. be then. <laughs> <laughs> you can bring your own, though. You can. You can bring oh, yeah. your equipment oh, yeah. and whatever you want, and oh, oh. it's a good thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But that basement, we, uh, it's it's phenomenal. It's just, it's just crazy active. But the the odd part that I've noticed about Paulding is, you know, how everybody, when it comes to thunderstorms, yeah. that they have a rise in activity and things and the odd part with Paulding is when it thunderstorms the their voices you can't hardly hear them it's like like there's interference them. that comes that it just blows my mind is the uh, thermal the thermal imager you can see them with the thermal imager in detail. Yeah. It isn't just blobs. You can actually see detail. And that that's the amazing part. It's it's a total opposite of what happens like when we go to Mansfield and it storms. We get all kinds of activity. Well but any up, place any place seems to except for there. Yeah. And it's they're more visual. You can't hear them. They can't speak through as easy. But the the thermal imager is just off the chain. I mean, and it and it's so detailed. I told I told Shelley. I said I can't believe this is thermal because thermal is usually just blobby, you know. 
and this you can see detail yeah. of apparition. That's the amazing part about it. But there's there's so much stuff that goes on. It's just crazy. I don't want to say the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, I don't every floor. Yeah, and I don't want to. I know Rick likes to go in cold, but it's just you know that's not what this show's about. (laughs) Hey now, (laughs) I kid you. Who did you gave me a little swat right there? Nah. I gave Lori a little swat. You didn't say anything. (laughs) But, and that's because I'm here. So, because I'm not sitting next to her for her to swat me back. (laughs) She she is a serial swatter, you know. (laughs) (laughs) So anybody that comes to visit, you know, the palsy to come ghost up with us, watch yourself. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we are actually going to be posting that um that link as well with the yeah. with the show. So I think every I think everybody should come out because it sounds like a fantastic place. It and is I mean, one of the best haunts I have ever experienced, if not the anybody best. that wants to hang out with me, I don't get back that way very often. So come on over and by the way you know, uh, a lot of the money that, you know, they're trying to raise is to put the, uh, fix the roof. Yeah. So, yep. so you can actually be there and be doing a good deed and get into a really good ghost hunt and uh, help save one of the iconic locations from floating away. Yes. Well, I you, have you... Put, you have to put up with me and Cat Lori, but <laughs> there's always a downside. <laughs> well, to everything, <laughs> just a little bit. There's good and bad. All about that's balance. All, that's right. I will say something though. I would, I would, you would, I would say that it would be hard for anybody to find three people like us that are more polite to the spirits. Yeah, that's that's true. We are very, very polite. I don't provoke, and I get aggravated with people that do. Well, I've told people the secret to ghost hunting. Whenever they ask me, is that. I say, imagine you go outside and you find a puppy in your backyard, right? Not your puppy, just a puppy. I lost a puppy. You don't chase the puppy. You'll never catch it, okay? Nope. What you do is you talk nicely to it, put your hand out, let it come up sniffy. And it's the same with spirits. You know, they come yeah. to you. You cannot chase them. You cannot grab them. It's the ones that come to you that you'll actually interact with. So be nice. And, yeah. you know, just because they're in a jail... You know, that doesn't mean that they were horrid people. The no. the gentleman who hung himself was there on a child support hold. Yep. You know, other people have had minor things. And, of course, you're always going to have those that are the exception to the rule. But this was, um, this was kind of a holding jail where if you were needing to go to Eastern State, then or whatever the um it's just the county jails all it yeah, was that's it they it's weren't the county. ones that were in major lockdowns right although there is yeah. a guard protection cage there in the corner of the jail cells yeah so they could get the guards could get safe if they needed to i found that i've always found that interesting because oh, it yeah. looks scary to get into mm. you know it doesn't look it doesn't look like it would be 
comforting. Well, I can't wait to be there just because you guys have, have talked to me about it so many times when we'd be on a different hunt about old Paulding and I'm like, all right, I want to go. I want to go. Now I got a chance and I'm going to be there and you better come up and play with us. That's all I got to say, because I know who you are. I know who my friends are on Facebook who lives in that area. And if you don't show up and come play with us, I'm coming to your house. I'm opening your refrigerator. I'm going to eat all of your Tillamook mudslide ice cream. Well, they can get that. there. That's just harsh. <laughs> yeah, but they can get that. the tickets by going to www.187pi.com. Yep. And they can just hit the events and boom, there's your link to the tickets. So yep. And we are going to have a good time. I mean, there's just no, no two ways around it because, you know, we've ghost hunted a lot and, and you know, we are serious ghost hunters, yes. but, but we also like to have fun. You oh, know? yeah. You know, we don't go slapstick, you know, slapstick silly and blah, 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 down the hallway, you no. know, but uh, we do well, like unless to... you don't have a hard hat. Well, well yeah. we a lot. Well, I have a hard head, so I don't really need a hard hat. I mean, you've seen pictures of me landing on my head on the concrete and hitting going head first into barrels at 25 miles an hour. Fortunately, you know, the... you know, swan diving falling. off of a tower. Oh, yeah, I do. Fall down, fall down from right behind me. Yeah, I did do that. <laughs> All right, what we people so don't know is when we were in the Paracon in Las Vegas, I had a, a black book bag, you know, because I had some brought some books, and it weighed about twenty five pounds, and it was right behind me. And I turned around, and I tripped over, and I fell into my own booth, and Lori looks over like she thinks she's going to see a corpse, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sitting there laughing like, oh, boy. <laughs> right? But a lot of people ran up to see if I was okay. And they said, are you all right? And I said, well, can you think of anybody better in this place to be the one to fall down than me? I've been doing this for 40 years. I was rearranging on his on his table. And I turned around and I said, what are you doing? I said, are you okay? And he rolls over and he starts laughing. I said, okay. <laughs> He's okay. He's, there's nothing wrong. So I just other than back, normal. Yeah, I just turned back around and started rearranging the t-shirts on his table. <laughs> well, I have, to, I have to tell you that after 40 years of doing stunts, the only thing that doesn't hurt is my hair. <laughs> right? So if I fall down, it's just more of the same. <laughs> well, Mikey helped you get up. Well, that's fortunate because uh, with. Uh, needing a knee replacement and having had five knee operations in the other side, getting mm -hmm. off the ground is the hard part. Falling down to it is easy. <laughs> yeah. That getting up is a bear. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's putting it nicely. Unfortunately, yeah. Mikey was as big as a glacier at the time. So it'd be easy to <laughs> just throw a hand down for him. Yeah. But now he's getting skinny. Who's going to lift me up? Uh, we'll put the crew together. Come on, Thompson. We're going to load you up on donuts when we see you just in case I fall over again. Yep. Well, we are going to take a break and we'll be back and I'll find out what on earth is wrong with that dog who's scared of lightning. So we'll be right back. Y'all come back too. Warning, the following message does not necessarily reflect the views of WBHMDB or its hosts, guests, listeners, or of any functioning adult in general. In fact, 
Frank should probably seek professional help. Listener discretion is advised. Hi there. Frank Lee here. I thought that I would spend a few moments telling you about the positivity from the network here. Uh, the overall message of para-unity and happiness and how everyone here wants to get along with everyone out there and how everything is just wonderful. Wait, Cat's not looking. <laughs> okay, I've got something to really tell you. So I'm going to tell you what's really going on. Honestly, all that being nice and positive crap was kind of hurting my soul, as dark as it is. So, what's really happening? Well, you see it all the time. Everybody and their brother out there has a paranormal team because they watch a couple of episodes of Ghost Hunters or some crap like that. So they go and they spend half their mortgage payment on tools and things that light up that they don't understand. And then the next logical step after buying matching black t-shirts and posing like 90s rappers for their Facebook page is to of course have their own podcast. Well, you know what? You're not gonna find that crap here. What we have here at WBHM Digital Broadcasting is the best host, the best guest, bringing you real information. All of the hosts here on this network know their stuff. They are the people who have been out there doing the work, doing actual research. And no, by research, I don't mean binge-watching some kind of cheesy TV show on Netflix. I mean reading books. I mean out in the field doing the labor. And who are they interviewing on their shows? They're bringing you the people they have learned from. They're bringing you the best in the field, covering all kinds of topics, from UFOs and aliens to Bigfoot to cryptozoology to ghosts to anything you can think of a bit strange and unexplained. It is here, and you're going to get the best information here. So stay tuned to WBHM Digital Broadcasting. Don't go anywhere. Speaking of going somewhere, I've got to go before my mic gets cut. We'll see you there on WBHM TV. Welcome back to Paranormal Experience. I am so glad you're here tonight because I am having a ball. Rick and Lori are having a great time. Cheryl's in chat and she's just enjoying herself tremendously. And so somebody should get in there and give her someone to talk to. But um, get in there. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. People yes. can't hear you. There you go. Am I here? Yes. Okay. But about Cheryl Plum. Yeah, I was going to say Cheryl Plum. We were doing the Winchester house. Lori was there. Kat was there. I was there. Uh, Mikey Thompson. Uh, Patty Negri was was there. And this one girl took a liking to me. And I mean, it was she little forward and like, you know, yeah. and all of a sudden, little Cheryl comes bounding over and she grabs me. She goes, I have to show you what I just caught. And she takes it over there. 
she, I'm looking at her, and then I went, "Oh, well, thanks for the save." <laughs> <laughs> so she, she became she became one of my hench people. Yes, <laughs> and that happens to you a lot. Yeah, people for get somebody enthused. That, you know, for somebody that hasn't had a girlfriend for 25 years, it's weird. I mean, <laughs> you know what I think it is? I think women have a newsletter, right? When you have a girlfriend, they all say, go over and mess with him. Find out if he's going to be faithful. But, yeah. but when you don't, they just go, you know, don't put your name in the newsletter at all. Because, And I'll tell you how I know this works. Because you can take a girl, you can lock her inside a room for 10 years, just throw food in there, no, no magazines, no TV, nothing. Take her out at night, and she'll be able to do the latest dances. I don't know how that works. <laughs> I don't know how y'all do that. Did you just go southern on me? I did, darling. I just heard that. Little. Well, you know, I did live in Texas and Tennessee for a time. A Nashvilleian, no less. And Colorado also, so I think I got some southern. A bit. Colorado is not southern. Don't even try that. <laughs> Wait a minute. Pot alert. Pot alert. <laughs> Everybody run. Don't run. Don't run. We're in the middle of the show. He's kidding. Come back. Well, tell, but, tell, him, what, tell him where else we're going. We are going to Scotland. We are yep. going to Scotland. And we're going to the Highlands. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. whoop, we're, whoop. Going, we're, go, we're going to a lot of good places. Yeah, we are. I mean, and I am looking so forward to it because I I would go there for a month every year and I've been gone for three years. And I think half the people that I knew have forgot about me. So I don't think so. I doubt by the way, it. By the way, I did talk to my the manager of uh, the uh, golf store and told her we were coming. <laughs> so, yay. yay, indeed. <laughs> yes, yeah, well, so a friend of mine, just to any, anybody's wondering what we're talking about, a friend of mine in, in uh, St. Andrews, Runs the golf shop at one of the golf shops at St. Andrews. So that's where we are going souvenir hunting. <laughs> that is because I personally have a specific request from someone. So I've got to get there. Cool. So it was, but I will say that I am thrilled beyond belief with the, some of the places that we're going. And I mean, we were staying in a castle for the first three days. And then during that time frame, we're going to go to um, Roslyn Chapel. And we're going to hit some other places. And then we're going to mount our trusty motor steed and go to yet more places. That's when we're going to the Highlands. I'm so excited about that. It's going to be beautiful. Yes, it is. And the Scottish Highlands has always been my dream spot to go. Oh, it is something indeed. I mean, you know, but you guys know how much I like Scotland. Um, no. Every place you go is just really cool. I mean, you can walk around Edinburgh, which is a big city. And I mean, you'll have a great time. Then you go out to Roslyn and you see the chapel where they say the Holy Grail and the Ark of the Covenant were hidden. And then you go down to the castle and you see secret entrances at different places. I mean, everywhere we're going to go is going to have something that everybody's going to like. By the way, just let me say this. By the way, anybody that's thinking about coming to uh, Paulding, 
I am writing my second book. You just might be in it. You just Mm -hmm. might be in it. Mm -hmm. Well, I can't wait for it. So I'm ready, ready, ready to read the whole thing. Me too. Cover to cover. But, you know, I think that your first book was so good. I really was surprised when about two weeks in, he's like, I've got about a third of the second book written. And I'm like, what? So. Well, I said, yeah. but I sent you guys a story in there the other day. Yes. Yeah. And that's, I mean, the title of it was the story I never wanted to write. <laughs> so. Get right. You know, it's uh, half the stuff I write. I always wonder if anybody will believe it. I mean, anybody that knows me know they can believe it, but um, strange. But I guarantee you, Lori Dorsey and Little Cat Hobson are going to be in the next book. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're already in half the stuff I've written anyway. <laughs> That's funny. That is funny. <laughs> you know, I love that. I love that we've got this kind of pseudo investigation team framework working yeah mm-hmm. because it makes it so much more interesting and more fun when you have yeah because we have t- fun obviously based just on this conversation and <laughs> we're a little irreverent at times and we well, know how to yeah. kick our heels up but when it comes to true investigation we're in it to get it. You know, we're looking for evidence. We're looking for people that have a story to tell us or experiences to share. Or, as we found a couple of times, some great big old guy that just doesn't say much but shows up. Yeah. You know, that happens too. Yeah. But, um, and that's okay because, you know, that's just, you know what? There's so many people. Ghost hunting, is, ghost hunting is one of the things that can actually change your attitude about everything just from one little occurrence. Yes. I mean, like I've shown people, I should tell this story. Years ago, I went to the um, birdcage in Tombstone and had quite a few people get shot down in the poker room. And the poker room was there and right four feet away was, you know, the bordello, Right. And they had a poker game in there that went on for eight straight years without stopping because every time somebody fell out, somebody jumped in. So it just kept going over and over and over. Well, Billy Huntley, who was the owner of, of the uh, birdcage, he and I went hunting by ourselves, which was so cool. And I left my uh, night vision camera down on the uh, railing, you know, facing into, into the poker room. And as I was walking upstairs to go up with Billy and go hunt the rest of the place, I asked, I said, uh, did you die down here? And I walked up a couple more steps and I said, did you kill somebody down here? Well, when I came back down, I took, picked up my camera, which was weird because within 45 minutes, I had nine pieces of equipment. And all of them were dead. Wow. Brand new batteries, brand new charge. I mean, that place just crushed, yeah, crushed everything. But about a year later, I'm listening. You know, I just found the thing. I said, I probably should listen to it. And you hear me say, uh, you know, when we come back down after I'd already said, you know, did did you kill somebody down there? We hear a voice with a Hispanic 
accent, very clear, go, I had to. Now, when you hear somebody that's not there, that answered a question from something that happened over a hundred years ago, I mean, that will open up a lot of questions for you. And I think that's what we all go looking for. It you know, yep. that, that one thing like, what in the world? <laughs> so, oh, yeah. But now here's the follow-up. I went back because I was doing another ghost hunt in Arizona. And I called Billy up and I sent him that thing. And he was, he's, all he wrote back was, wow. I said, can I get in there for half an hour today? And he goes, if you get here at 530, because we're going to have a ghost hunt later. He said, but you could get down there. I said, okay. So I got down there and set up my camera. And you know how long it took me to get another response from the same voice? 38 seconds. Amazing. I said, yeah, I said, you talked to me last time I was here. And then I went, you know, uh, did you see anybody else get killed down here? And it goes, yes. So I have somebody at the birdcage likes to talk to me, you know, so, but that's what I'm saying. Once you start getting the interaction and you start getting things that can't be explained, then you become a ghost hunter. Oh, yeah. Otherwise, uh, you just become an enthusiast. But when you start going, whoa, this is really something, that's that's when you got something. And you guys have both experienced that many times. So, oh, yeah. you, know, Absolutely. You, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I oh, would yeah. venture to say that most of the people who listen to this show, um, have had that experience because there are a lot of I get a lot of my friends from ufology that show up over here too that and other things that you know surprise me when when it shows up but the conversations that some of some of our listeners start with me are always a you know it's almost like you know you're not going to believe this, but, and there's no pen, dear penthouse forum in front of that either. I mean, this is, they're serious about it. And I think that's the reason that I do this show primarily is because it is, the title's real. I want to know, you know, paranormal experienced. What have you experienced? And people share that. Oh yeah. And I mean, it's been life-changing for me. Well, I've met so many new friends through ghost hunting. I mean, I have tons of friends in uh, Scotland just because of ghost hunting. I believe that. You know, one of the one of the best captures I got was a guy that was the front desk manager at a travel lodge took me two floors below that, and we got the most amazing K2 session of responses that I've ever seen. So... Now he's hooked. <laughs> so, <laughs> he's hooked. So, I mean, it, it's just, uh, it's nice to be around when somebody gets something. Yes. And it's like their first time. I mean, it's really cool. You're seeing stuff through their eyes. You know, it's makes it makes the whole thing kind of fun, you know? Oh, but yeah. The excitement that comes with that is just so intense. Yeah, when and you get the holy really crap cool. moment. You know, you get the holy crap moment. You're, you're sitting there and you're listening. And you're holy crap! <laughs> then, then you're in. <laughs> now you got skin, now you got skin in the game. <laughs> you know? I can't believe that just happened. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yes. And it's yeah. just, I mean, it's really astounding. Mm-hmm. 
What's really cool is when you get somebody that is total skeptic. And my friend Buddy uh, was total skeptic. And I said, uh, well, listen to this. And I played the one where it says, uh, get back here, punk. No. And he just looked at it. He looked at me and he stared at me and he just shook his head. Now that, that was the end of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was like, wow, what was, the hell was that? <laughs> Didn't have any comeback for that one. No, he just looked at me like, wait a minute. There might be a whole lot more to this than I was, was, you know. Yeah, that, that I really thought that that might be, you know, real. But now all of a sudden. <laughs> it's in yes. your face. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's fun is when they call your name. Oh. Yeah. I, know, I, I know had that we... not be as much fun as one might think. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And it wasn't hideous. I mean, you know, genuinely, it wasn't. It was just a little well, freaky. I do recall us being at the Winchester house and Patty Negri uh, had gotten a uh, spirit that asked for cat. So... I mean, when they ask for you by name, you know. Oh yeah, that was that it's was pretty disconcerting. Cool. I, I still think it was your mom. Well, it didn't exactly sound like my mom. Well, maybe they don't sound like that anymore. I mean, you, you know, if you hear a ghost go, "Well, little pilgrim," then you might go, "Well, that might be John Wayne," <laughs> or that might be, really, <laughs> or that might, or be, might really be my bad. mom. Or it might be a really bad impression by Rick, either one. It <laughs> wasn't that bad an impression. It was Seriously. close. <laughs> it was close to that bad. Well, but it wasn't. You know, now, I want to ask you that we question. do these things. Oh, I do too. What is the one thing, if I could have one thing happen to me at Old Paulding, where would it be and what would it be? It would be either in the tunnels in the basement or yeah. it would be um it would be maybe the second floor cell block or the first floor is pretty active too yeah first floor but is active there's so many different options yeah huh. i like it when there's more than one place that's active in a building oh take him up to the attic mm. and just leave him there <laughs> well, only because it would be too hot down there. Yeah. So, you know, it's just one of those things that I don't know. I I get a little kitchen, freaky down we've there. We've gotten responses in the kitchen, downstairs mm-hmm. kitchen, and then the the residents that they used to have upstairs. We've gotten response. Uh, it's crazy. I I. I'm always shocked. Yeah. You know, it really is something that freaks me out. But we have to take our our news break. So this is a chance to stretch your legs, get a beverage, act like you're interested in the news. (laughs) You know, it's just all about it. But we'll be back right after this. I hope you come back, too. Well, what am I saying? Of course you're going to come back, too. It's Rick McCollum and Lori Dorsey. But we will see you see you shortly. I'm going to go get a water. Live from NPR News, I'm Jack Spear. 
The Department of Justice is appointing a team of nine people, including an FBI official and former chiefs of police, to review law enforcement response to the mass school shooting in Uvalde, Texas. Attorney General Merrick Garland today announcing the team during a meeting at his office in Washington, D.C. The Justice Department is undertaking a critical incident review of the law enforcement response that day at the request of the Uvalde mayor. The review will be comprehensive, it will be transparent, and it will be independent. The Justice Department view will include examination of police policies, training, and communications. Some parents at the school have questioned the police decision to wait that day and say going into the school and confronting the gunman sooner might have saved more children's lives. The number of monkeypox cases continues to rise, with more than 1,000 now reported in 29 countries where the virus is not typically seen. NPR's Ari Daniel reports the World Health Organization is concerned the disease has been transmitting undetected for some time. The monkeypox cases are primarily affecting men who have sex with men, though some women have caught the virus as well. Dr. Tedros Adhanom Ghebreyesus is director general of the World Health Organization. The risk of monkeypox becoming established in non-endemic countries, Israel. But he pointed out that the virus has been circulating and killing in Africa for decades. The communities that live with the threat of this virus every day deserve the same concern and the same access to tools to protect themselves. The WHO will issue new guidance on clinical care and community protection in the coming days. Ari Daniel, NPR News. According to Ukraine, has upheld a ban on a political party that has had ties to Russia in the past. From Kiev, NPR's Yulian Haidar reports the move comes after President Zelensky signed a law last month banning pro-Russian parties from government. The law allows Ukraine's justice ministry to seize the assets of any party that, quote, glorifies or justifies any armed aggression against the state of Ukraine. Before Russia's invasion in February... The only pro-Russian party in parliament had just over one in ten seats. After the invasion, the party disbanded, rebranded, and came back with an anti-war stance. But that didn't convince officials, who ordered the party to liquidate nonetheless. Now, an appeals court has upheld that ban, leaving no official pro-Russian position in Ukraine's government for the first time since independence 30 years ago. Yulian Haida, NPR News, Kyiv. When the government releases details on its main inflation gauge later this week, the White House says it still expects inflation to be elevated. That's going to White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre, who says the consumer inflation numbers for May due out Friday will show more evidence of inflation. The Dow dropped today. This is NPR. Twitter plans to give Elon Musk access to a rich trove of data about the platform as it works to complete its $44 billion sale to the entrepreneur. NPR Shannon Bond reports Musk has threatened to call off the deal for what he says is Twitter's refusal to give him more information about fake accounts. Elon Musk will get to see Twitter's so-called firehose, a real-time stream of more than 500 million tweets posted every day. That's according to a person familiar with the decision. However, it's not clear that data will address Musk's doubts about the prevalence of fake accounts and automated bots on Twitter. The firehose includes information about the accounts tweeting and the devices they use. But it's not the only source for Twitter's estimate that less than 5% of daily users who see ads are fake. Musk has suggested, without citing evidence, that number could be much higher. Twitter declined to comment on the decision to give Musk access. 
Shannon Bond, NPR News. The target of a spirited bidding battle between rival carriers JetBlue and Frontier Airlines. Spirit Airlines now says it will postpone a scheduled vote Friday. One of the latest buyout bids, Florida-based carrier had scheduled a vote for Friday in what had been its preferred offer from Frontier, but continues to receive richer offers from JetBlue. Spirit in the past has rejected those bids, though, citing the fact it believes a merger with JetBlue would face a higher regulatory hurdle to clear. It's not clear why the airlines postponed the latest vote. Stocks lost ground on Wall Street today. The Dow down 269 points to close at 32,910. The Nasdaq fell 88 points. The S&P 500 fell 44 points today. I'm Jack Spear, NPR News. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Comcast Business. You face tough choices as a small business every day, but your internet and technology choice is easy. When you choose Comcast Business Internet, you choose the largest, fastest, reliable network, advanced security, and speeds up to 10 gigs available to the most small businesses, all from the most innovative company, Comcast Business, powering possibilities. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary. Most innovative based on American Business 2021 Gold Stevie Award. Welcome back to WBHM Digital Broadcasting out of Birmingham, Alabama. The time is five minutes after the hour. Welcome back for the second hour of Paranormal Experience. I am Kat Hubson, your host, and I am so glad that you are joining me tonight because I'm going to tell you, there are some people that you just, you know, hang out with and you chat occasionally and you do all the, you know, hiya huggya things and whatever but I have got three people counting me on this show four people counting a grand and then we've got dogs but you know this is a hiya hiya this is a good group and Rick McCollum and Lori Dorsey are my guests tonight and this has already been so much fun seriously so thank y'all for being here. Well, you're welcome. And just thank you for the people that are listening. What kind of fun they could have at Old Baldy. I mean, you got a haunted, iconic location. You got people that are really into ghost hunting. I mean, Cheryl Plum and Mikey are. Laurie is. Cat is. I've been known to ghost hunt castles <laughs> in the middle of the night in, Ch- in Scotland all by myself. So I'm kind of into it. Um, Maybe a bit. We're gonna- and we're going to have some fun. And I mean, it sounds like we're going to get some activity. You know, this this should be a heck of a good time. So get your butts over to Paulding. Join us. 187pi.com. So that's where you go. and Get your ticket. Yep. They have an event link on the page and you just go get it. So you won't be sorry. I tell you, the... I have had to miss when I was supposed to be there in the past, and it was so disappointing because I love being there. The people are good. The team, the 187 PI team, outstanding. Good investigators. Care about their, their people that come to the jail. Care about the spirits in the jail. Interact with the spirits at the jail. I mean, the old Paulding Jail truly is one of the best places in this nation. I would put it in the top five, if not three. But, um, I mean, for evidence and interaction. But I might be a little prejudiced. 
you know, because I did have such a powerful and strong experience with that. And it surprised me, frankly. And I did see you on Portals to Hell. That's how I know what happens in that place. <laughs> you did. But, I you know, know a TV the, star now. Oh, please. But the, the weirdest thing, you know, when we were doing my interview, um, Jack had been down in the basement trying to get into one of the little, what they thought was a cell in the, in the basement and in the tunnels. And right as Katrina and I were talking, she had just asked me if I thought that they were in danger when they were in there. And then Jack comes over the radio after I answered her and he's like, Katrina, come on, we've got, we broke through. There's bones and boom, you know, she was off like a flash. They had all kinds of testing done on the bones that were found in there. Yeah. It was, um, it was so really interesting. And didn't they knock down part of the wall to get back there? They did. They had to get a structural engineer to come and I'm I'm going to tell you that show, they had the best production team I could imagine doing what they do. And the whole team from the executive producer down um, investigated the jail with Jack and Katrina that um, they were on camera, but that they were, going at except like when jack was up on the second floor that was the first he said that was the first time he'd ever been touched by a spirit which wouldn't surprise me but um i mean that man was out of that chair (laughs) he was done (laughs) but you know there's so much that happened and it was all i think that he had been upstairs with just one camera um yeah maybe one cameraman and it was it was really interesting to see someone react like that because, you know, we've done this for a while. We've been touched. We've seen people be touched. We've experienced a lot of interaction with spirit and it really tripped him out a little bit. You know, it's, um, it was just something to see really. Well, I remember the first time I got touched, it was at Sloss Furnace. Mm Mm-hmm. And I felt like somebody, you know, when you're in a crowded elevator and everybody's just like kind of, you know, rustling up against you, trying to, you know, get through. Yes. I had that happen to me and I felt somebody go across from my left shoulder all the way across my chest. And I had the camera up to my eye and I thought it was one of the people with us. And I was like, hey, guys, I got a camera in my eye. Watch where you're going. Right. Right. And I turned around and they're about five yards behind me standing there. I said, you guys went over here? And they went, no. And I went. Somebody just banged into me. And then right then, everywhere that I felt somebody cross across got ice cold. And I went, oh, wow. I went, oh, that really does happen. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my first place was in Sloss Furnace. And then obviously uh, something Hellfire Club got me. And then, it, you know, went farther on into Love Castle and tried to kill me. But I'm too damn ugly and nasty and mean <laughs> to die. <laughs> well. You're not any of those things, but at least no. you were protected. Yeah, that's true. I, I have I have my angelic hench persons around me, and I have no doubt about it because I've had different people that were psychic and stuff just come up to me and go, 
do you have any idea how many people are around you? And I said, not people. And she goes, oh, then you know. And I went, yep, I do. So yeah. I got my little army. <laughs> well, I <laughs> when the need arises, they're not little. No, and I've had the need arise on a few occasions. So, you know, it's uh, it's it's interesting. It's I mean, one of them saved me from being crushed by a car. I mean, how yep. good is that? Well, that's one you want to keep. Yes. So. I don't know. If I, I don't know if I told you the rest of the story to that. I know it, it's not about Paulding, but it's interesting. No, we don't have um, to just Paulding. I mean, we're we investigate all kinds of places. No, when I was in Brentwood, Tennessee, uh, my uh, 280ZX had gotten stolen, and I bought a new car, and then they found it. <laughs> so I had two cars. So I drove it back to Tennessee to sell it because I had Tennessee plates on it. And I decided my dad and stepmother were in, in uh, Australia for vacation. So I decided to change the oil for whoever a couple people come and look at it in the morning. So I jacked the car up. It's about 1130 at night. And I'm underneath there and I'm trying to get the bolt off on the oil pin. I'm like, and it's not coming. And I'm getting a little frustrated and I put more muscle into it. And then I heard this voice go, let it go. Right. And I was like, what the hell was that? I slid out from under there. I thought somebody was in the house. Right. So I went through the house, nothing. The dogs were asleep. Of course, they weren't the best watchdogs in the world. If I poked them, they, you know, they'd get up and bark. But anyway, I went downstairs and I opened up the garage. There was nobody around. So I got back in. I went in. I said, all right, I'm getting that son of a gun off of there. And I'm going to just rip it off if I have to. I'll bite holes in this thing. And I was getting ready to give it a massive yank. And this voice said very loudly and very clearly, let it go. So I thought, all right, something, something's going on here. And I slid out from under the car. And as, just as I slid out from her, it fell off the jack. So much, so close to me that I actually felt the side of the car go through the top of my hair, right? And I just sat there trembling for about 20 minutes. But here's the weirdest thing. There's another lady that we know, I'm not gonna say her whole name, but her name's Maria. And she does this thing called intuitive writing. And she calls me up, she goes, you know, there's somebody named Greg who says he's taken care of you your whole life. I said, Greg, that's my guardian angel, Greg, not like Lance or Thor or, you know, I got Greg, <laughs> he's like one of the Brady Bunch. Come on, I want, I want somebody like Wolfgang or, or something, right? So I said, all right. And I said, I don't know anybody named Greg. And she goes, well, he says he knew you and he's been watching out for you. So, okay, and I'm just shuffling off. And I said, well, you know what? And this is, this is before my book came out. I mean, or before this lady read my book. And I said, uh, what does let it go mean? And she's writing and writing. And she goes, oh, oh, oh. And I said, what? She goes, he just had me write down the car, the car, the car. And I went, oh, <laughs> maybe Craig is on the job. So, I mean, that was so weird. That was so cool. Yeah. The car, the car, the car. That's without her knowing about the story about the car. So that was interesting. Weird stuff. weird stuff happens. But generally like that to the good. Yeah, that's evidently I'm not, you know, I, I expect to go out in a blaze of glory by, you know, because with my personality, somebody's going to take me out. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Probably right that's, as you finish that last syllable of battle. Battle. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you gotta, you gotta remember, maybe I, maybe I am ready to go charging into battle, but it's usually to protect somebody else. Yes. And when you think, when you think about that, my background is Scottish and Spartan. I mean, 
I never had a chance. Have a chance. Yeah. I never, never had a chance. Scottish and Spartan. That's uh, true. That's that's wild. But I got to tell you, I, I I cannot wait for Paulding. I mean, and I'm not trying to hype this for anybody listening. And I'm I'm being totally sincere because I've heard both Cat and Lori talk about it so many times, and so many different stories. And I mean, it's just like I I gotta go to this place. So. Finally got the invitation. I, I mean, I think I'll go wait at the airport right now just because I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tom Hanks did it. Made a lot of money. That's true. Uh, that is true. Maybe you could do that. Well, we have just had Shelly join us in chat. So um, we're about to have to go take our, our first break of this hour. But if you have questions and you want to go to the source, then she's in chat. And you can get there through our Spreaker. And you can get to Spreaker by just searching for us there and going on. Or you can go to wbhm-db.com and just click on the image of the uh, Paranormal Experience banner. And it will take you there too. So if you've got questions for just get them to me. You can message me on Facebook if you're at work or something. But we will be right back. Y'all come back too. You are listening to WBHM Digital Broadcasting, Birmingham, Alabama. Talk Radio is your one stop for all things paranormal, the unknown, and the supernatural. Join us every Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central for discussions and guests on topics such as ghosts, hauntings, Bigfoot, UFOs, and more. This broadcast is rated M for mature and intended for listeners over 16 on paratalkradio.com. Come on, I'm Southern, but... Um, nope. That'll do. Hello, I am Kat Hobson, host of Paranormal Experience here on WBHM Digital Broadcasting out of Birmingham, Alabama. I enjoy having guests from all areas of the paranormal, from ghosts to ufology to cryptids and beyond. You'll find some of the best researchers in their fields bringing you some great information. Join me on Wednesday nights from 8 to 10 p. Eastern here on WBHM Digital Broadcasting. Since 1948, Fate Magazine has brought you reports of the strange and unknown, all of them true. Fate Radio is carrying on that tradition, bringing you the unusual, macabre, strange, and bizarre. Join host Cat Hobson Sunday nights from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern on WBHM Digital Broadcasting. Thank you for listening to WBHM Digital Broadcasting out of Birmingham, Alabama. Since 1948, 
Fate Magazine has brought you reports of the strange and unknown, all of them true. Fate Radio is carrying on that tradition, bringing you the unusual, macabre, strange, and bizarre. Join host Cat Hobson Sunday nights from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern on WBHM Digital Broadcasting. The time is 23 minutes after the hour. Welcome back to Paranormal Experience with Cat Hobson. That's me. I am here with two really terrific guests, and we are talking about our various paranormal investigations and primarily the ones we have coming up. I have Lori. <clears throat> oh, my goodness. I have Lori Dorsey, excuse me, and I have Rick McCollum. And we are having a fantastic conversation. We've got thunder. We've got lightning. We've got, well, we did have, you know, animal involvement. But now it's just us and nature. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll see how, but, you know, I'm going to give credit where it's credit's due. I've had thunder and lightning for the entire afternoon. It got really bad for the show. And nothing other than techie glitches has you know, happened knockwood. So, thank you, Mother Nature. So, um, yeah, you were talking about the voice, which, yes. which to me was pretty cool. But did you ever say who the voice was? I don't know if we actually got to you describing who the voice was. And which voice we talk about? The one from the uh, car. From the car. Well, that was supposed to be Greg, my guardian angel, or whoever watches out for me. Is who the voice was supposed to be. Okay. Um, because I'm nosy like that. Well, that's that's all I could figure out. I mean, you know, instead of saying let it go, you could say get out from under there, you knucklehead, before right. the car falls on you. You know, because I'm I'm not good at reading signs. <laughs> <laughs> or Although you're hearing things the first time. Although you guys are helping me, you know, I have learned about the hair flip and uh, a couple other things. So you're welcome. <laughs> that was that was uh, funny. So we've got um, Shelly in here giving out the ticket links and stuff, and we're going to have them posted as well. We've been announcing them, so we are we are all excited about this event we are all excited about the events past that we are just envious of those of us who are going to be staying a full month in scotland but i'll take my 10 days and be thankful for it because i have well, to travel I, two days to get there yeah but that's you know what that's when you're retired and you don't have any kids or girlfriend or dogs or cats you, you know nobody cares if you're at home or not yeah. Uh, well, and you're now solo in um in California. True. So although I am worried about going going to Ohio because I'm afraid somebody it might show up, the tiny bank robber. <laughs> <laughs> we won't say her name, but the tiny bank robber lives but in Ohio. She knows who she is. So, oh, I don't know. I, I never called her that, so I don't know if she knows who she is. She does now. 
<laughs> I still haven't said her name, so we're, I think we're True. good. True. Well, I mean, we don't need a name. Tiny bank robber is enough for us. Yes. Tiny bank robber. <laughs> but you did say how beautiful she is and stuff, so she can't be too mad at you. And she shouldn't be well, mad for the truth anyway. Well, that's true. True. That's true. But yeah. I, I just... I just can't wait to get to Scotland. I can't wait to get to Paulding. I mean, I've, I've got things coming up and I'm just so excited. I mean, you know, when, when you live by yourself, you know, I mean, I, I don't talk to people in person for more than about 15 minutes a day. Right. So, cause you know, when I go to the grocery store, that's pretty much it. Um, you get so excited when you're going to be in an event, you can see other people and, you know, like, woo, it's like Christmas time. That's why I can't wait to get in there and, dig around in Paulding. And if I get something really cool, that's going to just be the icing on the cake. Well, I, I really think that you are going to enjoy it. You know, I, I say that and the spirits, you know, spirits can be interesting, never boring. And that's the reason why we had such a time at Mansfield Reformatory for my yep. birthday. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Both mm -hmm. years. Yes. Both years. Yes. And, you know, it was, I just love that place. And I'm so glad you love it, too, so that, you know, we get to go together and investigate together. Because that's where, um, after Titanic, that's where you and I mm -hmm. ran up on each other. Yep. Again. And yep. that was really I think that was just a meant to be because I was I was so excited to be there and I had my friend Wanda with me. Yep. And she also is um <coughs> you know, just just such a good investigator. She is mm -hmm. a, a Native American. Her husband was a chief. And um, she does the whole everything. I mean, she right. is just brilliant. Yeah. And so, you know, it was a good mix again. And when we were up in the chapel there, it was off the chain. Oh, that was that was one of the better experiences that I had when I had direct, you know, contact with someone. That yes. was doing, asked them to do. It was amazing. It really was. And you know, I have that on video. I will oh, pull you do? That, I do. I'll pull that file and send it to you. I don't think I ever have. But um, yeah, that was my first experience at Mansfield. Yeah. But you know, was... I was filming that whole time. And, and I was trying to interact and they were turning my lights on and they turned on my REM pod. They were shutting the light off and then it it was and there there was several people in there yes, and everybody just got real quiet and stood behind me yeah <laughs> well because when somebody has action happening you don't want to be stepping on that and that was some good action yeah I mean, it was it was smoking mm -hmm. it was that was just crazy crazy active just like um up in the on the other side uh, this last time mm -hmm. over in the attic what happened to me yes 
That was a very disconcerting experience. That was odd. I Yeah, you were you were sky blue like a popsicle. Yeah, that was video. Yeah, it was um the my whole back from the top of my head down was just ice cold. Yeah. And you caught something on your camera. Yeah. That stood between that and then everything got warmer. Mm-hmm. Like something was shielding me. Yes. And they just but, stepped in there. Yeah. And, and then that cold went away. Everything, you know, it was like it was like a like a protection shield. And the whole time we were playing Elvis. Yeah. The whole time. And at yeah. the end, at the end, I don't know if you saw it, but I know Katie did. You looked down at the end where we came in at, where you saw yes. the light. There was movement continuously. Like they were down there. Everybody was coming in to listen to the music. That's what it looked like. Mm-hmm. It, I, it was crazy. Well, but I did not like when the same thing started happening with um, Katie in the base, in the solitary confinement. Down right. Down in the hole. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of stuff happening down there. Yes, and there was. It was toward the end it got fairly inappropriate. Yeah. In action. Yeah. And you know, Katie has been my road running buddy for twenty years. So right. I was I was not amused. No. <laughs> it was Body. just like that's you can't do that. No, you, you can't do that. You need to back and off we, of her. And, and we, we had we had the one in the uh, break room. Yes, yes. Yeah, so that that was somebody that was going for shock value. Jeez, oh, couldn't believe. <laughs> and it's like, oh, I'm sorry, I can't believe you found that. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got Mikey in chat too now. Hey, oh Mikey. no! Oh no! Yeah, <laughs> not, not Mikey Thompson. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey. hey. Yeah. <laughs> so. Now you got to. Now you got to explain that. Now you know when I'm going to explain it. I'm not just going to let you guys all think about it. Yeah. <laughs> Imagination run wild. No, yeah. he he was standing there with with a bunch of people, and I walked by and I looked at him, and I went, "Hey, girl. Hey." <laughs> and walked away. <laughs> and it is stuck. <laughs> yeah, it has. Much. Well, that was the same place I, I described him as a glacier. Yes. yes. But he, he's, 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 if he loses any more weight, he's going to be an ice cube. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's melded quite a bit. Yeah. You're doing good. You're doing good, Thompson. He is. He is. He's doing good. Yeah, we might be able to sit on the same side of the plane now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's down 70, he says. Good for him. Rocking and rolling. Yeah, no kidding. To be so, young. To be young again. Yes. With that metabolism that I had. Yes. that I don't know who took it, but I want it back. Yes. Give it to me. <laughs> Get it back to me. 
I want Cheryl it. Cheryl says she's the monkey in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. By the way, for the people who don't know uh, Mikey and Cheryl, Mikey and Cheryl do a lot of stuff at the LAPD Museum with me for Dark Zone. And Mikey has tons of gadgets and he's really, really good with them. And, and uh, Cheryl, who can pretty much do everything very well, but she is the queen of audio. I mean, she will listen to all the audio and pull out all the clips and have them, you know, in little clips and send to you like the day after the hunt. It's amazing. It is and amazing because I don't know how she listens to it that fast. Yeah, and she's yeah. got a great ear for picking stuff out. Yes. Yes, she does. So with, with those two also there, if you've got us five, and then you've got the 187 people, we should have something happening that, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think and, so. And if they if people show that have never investigated, this is the time to do it. If you've ever been wanting to try it, this is the time to do it. Well, it's such a great location with positive activity. Sometimes somebody's a little grumpy. But yeah. You know, that's personalities, you know. I'm not always this bright ray of sunshine that y'all hear every week. Well, maybe I am, but, you know. Yes, yes you are. But so, you know what, what Lori's saying? Not only could they have a good experience, I mean, you're going to be surrounded by positive people. That's true. So, you know, so that that should enhance the whole time. You know, uh, one of the things that I always tell people when they come to a hunt when I'm there, I said, there will be no people being wallflowers i will drag you off the wall and make you join us and have fun and he's so, not kidding no true i've seen him seen him in action <laughs> and the, and everybody likes it i mean be fun. by the end of the night we're all hanging out we're having a lot of fun I, I you know i hate seeing people you know just standing there i like to pull them into the into the crowd and, and have fun well they need to and mm -hmm. yeah i'm gonna say too shelly already beat me to it but you know, her team, 187PI, are really great with new people. If you don't know what to do or if you if you don't have anything but yourself, a notebook and pen, or maybe um, just a voice recorder on your phone, you have what you need, okay? Because your body will, will be a sensor. You'll know when something is there, you know, our phones, just, I mean, I, we could have launched the Apollo missions from our phones. Seriously. No, we have true. more power in our phone than they did in those great big, huge wall mount, big boxes of computers. Well, how would and, you like to have your butt strapped to a rocket and know that it wasn't as good as a cell phone? <laughs> well, fortunately, they didn't know cell phones so much then, but seriously. That's Those true. guys had some major nerve. That's all I got to say. Yeah. They, and they would, they would have given me about five gallons of Benadryl before they stuck me in there. Well, and you know, what's really interesting is that, yeah, Gordon Cooper, Edgar Mitchell, um, Neil Armstrong, so many of them came back and started researching consciousness. Right. The, mm -hmm. you know, you had, they started groups to help people understand that we're not it. It's not well, just us. 
several mm -hmm. of them also talked about how they saw UFOs when they were up they there. They did. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And, and, you know, the um, the interesting thing was that Edgar Mitchell said, you know, he looked out his window and there were people on the moon and there were people on the earth. He was the only, only human that wasn't with other humans anywhere. That's so, true. Let me I ask think. you this. What, what do uh, Scott Carpenter, um, John Glenn, uh, Gordon Cooper, Virgil Grissom, Wally Shira, Alan Shepard, and Deke Slayton have in common? Tell me. That is the original seven Mercury astronauts. Yeah. And they happen to be directly in front of where I'm sitting with all with a thing of them in front of a, a fighter jet and all of their autographs underneath it. Oh, how cool is that? Wow. Yeah, that is cool. That is cool. And just to the right of that is John Wayne from The Quiet Man, the best movie ever made. Of course. Although I do have to tell you something. It has nothing to do with ghost hunting, but I think your people will get a kick out of it. I have up on here a letter from Clark Gable to one of his friends during World War II. And this is back when Xanadu was big, you know, for, uh, mm -hmm. you know, William Randolph Hearst and, and uh, uh, what was the name of it? Rosebud. You remember that, that yeah. movie? Oh, yeah. William Randolph Hearst. Well, he had uh, he had the big castle. They call it Xanadu that's up here. And he had this one woman named Dorothy Thompson. And she was a famous actor. And Marion Davies was his girlfriend. Well, Marion Davies and Dorothy Thompson just had an all-out hatred for each other after a while. And she just says, that's it. I can't take it. I'm leaving. And... William Randolph Hearst says, well, at least you can do, everybody signs the guest book. So she wrote in the guest book, and I can read it from here. It says, upon my honor, I just saw Madonna in a most peculiar niche. It was above the door of the world's biggest horror and the world's worst son of a bitch. <laughs> 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 and it's and it's signed by Clark Gable. I mean, it's, uh, it's pretty cool. Wow. That is pretty cool. But I mean, just what the lady wrote, I mean, is that is that so cool? Well, she was on her way out, nothing to lose, and by God had an opinion. Yeah. And stated it clearly and succinctly. <laughs> Don't tell any other stunt guys they said succinctly because they'll, they'll shut That they'll is just trashy. Yeah. <laughs> we can't do that to you. Well, tell, tell me where I'm going to go first in Old Paulding. Or am I going to have the tour through there, or are you just going to turn me loose into a room? We're going to just throw you down the stairs to the basement. Nice. So, we'll start from the bottom and work our way up. Can I yeah. walk down the stairs, or do I have to fall down them? Well, <laughs> well that depends that's on your... how professional you're feeling that day. Well, but you will definitely have to duck. Or how clumsy I, I am that day, <laughs> one of the two. Well, if you stumble, you, you know, your head's going to stop you when it hits the ceiling so you'll be okay you'll be like pinned there okay as long as i just hit my head i'll be fine yeah but, otherwise, um, otherwise it might get hurt usually um <coughs> you know, we can do groups but shelly said basement 
Well, and I will that, listen to Shelly because she owns the place and she knows things. And she knows what's going to happen to you. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> As in you're going to the basement first. I'm We're going to take our last break so we can knock this out and come right back. Y'all just hang in there with us. You're listening to WBHM Digital Broadcasting. The best in paranormal talk, only on Paranormal Experience Radio, broadcasting live out of Birmingham, Alabama. Oh, come on. I'm Southern, but... Um, nope. That'll do. Hello. I am Kat Hobson, host of Paranormal Experience here on WBHM Digital Broadcasting out of Birmingham, Alabama. I enjoy having guests from all areas of the paranormal, from ghosts to ufology to cryptids and beyond. You'll find some of the best researchers in their fields bringing you some great information. Join me on Wednesday nights from 8 to 10 p. Eastern here on WBHM Digital Broadcasting. Since 1948, Fate Magazine has brought you reports of the strange and unknown, all of them true. Fate Radio is carrying on that tradition, bringing you the unusual, macabre, strange, and bizarre. Join host Cat Hobson Sunday nights from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern on WBHM Digital Broadcasting. Listening to WBHM Digital Broadcasting, the best in paranormal talk, only on Paranormal Experienced Radio, broadcasting live out of Birmingham, Alabama. Welcome back for the final segment of Paranormal Experience with Kat Hobson. I am so pleased that you are here because we have been having the best time and you know, you just, you never get enough time with friends, right? So that's what this is. We are, we are three people with a lot of our other investigators in our chat room and we just enjoy paranormal investigation. Yeah, I keep talking about the old Paulding Jail. The one thing I haven't said tonight is that it is a legitimate paranormal research center. Shelley conducts experiments that are, you know, seeking repeatable results. It is wired for sound and video so that she she gets a lot of evidence on her security. It's just really one of those places that you can't get enough of. And I'm so glad that we're traveling again because I love there. <laughs> I really do. I love there. And so Rick is resolved to his fate of starting in the basement. We're going to stick you in one of those little cells down there in the tunnels, Rick. And you're going to like it because you well, get to okay. get activity. That's okay because my mother always said that. It's told me that I'd end up that way. So, <laughs> your Sorry. mother hung the moon, thought the moon hung <laughs> on you. 
So I don't think that's true. No, no, she was positive I was a gangster of some sort. Well, there was that potential. (laughs) I did have gangster potential. I mean, (laughs) I mean, when your godfather actually is a godfather, I mean, you do have a a way in for that kind of stuff. But I was never into that. (laughs) Well, you fight on the side of the angels, so that would be that would have been a tough fit for you. I know you say that, but that is actually true. I, and I say every night when I say my prayers, you know, if there ever is that big fight between good and evil, give me some skill, give me some courage, and give me a sword, and I'm in. There you go. <laughs> well, you know, I know that's you. So, no secrets there. Well, And I no, mean, no sarcasm there either. I do know that's you. Well, you know, it's funny, the weird the weird things that happen in my life, like the sword. Yeah. Uh, people don't know. I really wanted to get a broadsword because of Scotland has broadswords, and I've always liked swords, and I have a sword collection that was from my dad. And I was looking around to get one to practice with, and they're like 80 to 100 bucks, and I thought, eh, no. And for like two months, I just sat there going, you know, I saw this black polypropylene sword, which is really nice. And finally, one day, I said, you know what, I'm going to go to the hardware store and just buy a pipe and a couple of fittings and make my own sword. And I took out my garbage and I threw it in the garbage and I looked in front of the recycle bin and laying on the ground right in front of it was a brand new black polypropylene Scottish broadsword. I mean, it's... Oh, that was coincidence. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm sure there were broadswords everywhere. Everywhere. Around, everywhere around that day. Uh, no, but stuff like that happens to me all the time, and it's 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 really cool, actually. We you are unique. Oh, who's that? <laughs> you are unique. He is unique. <laughs> yes, but one of a. You know that that gives credence to my closing, you know, every week with manifesting. You can you can manifest without meaning to as you were, and you can manifest with intention, which I try to do. And um, you know, it's just very, very individual. But and I think it also depends on your need. You had good intentions for what you wanted. You were going to learn to use it, and you were going to protect people if you had to. And I think that has a direct bearing. Um, If you're doing it for selfish reasons, I don't think that happens. But I think that if you're being altruistic with your goals and, you know, motivations, then I think you get that shot. Well, you know, I tried uh, mentally uh, materializing a Farah person and it just never came across. (laughs) So, well, that was not altruistic, Rick. That's what I mean. So maybe, you know, I was a, a little greedy. Yeah. <laughs> a little greedy. But, you know, it's, um, you know, I think it's really cool. And I've told you guys, I'm not going to get into it, but I've told you other things that have happened like that. It's just strange. And, I mean, like, the lady in Scotland letting me use her house for two weeks because I didn't have reservations because of the European rugby thing. 
had yeah. never met me, let me stay in her house for, for 10 days, actually. Didn't charge me. I was like, who does this? You know? <laughs> People so, that want to cook you and eat you. Well, I was kind of worried about that. In the story books. I was kind of worried about that. I, I did, when I first got there, look for a really big pot. So when I didn't find it, I thought it was going to be okay. Right. And the fact that she went to England, you know, I do make sure that I stay at their hotel every time I go to Scotland, though, because they're my friends. Yes. Right. But, you know, you also kind of exude that inner being. You know, everybody that that we've been talking with and about does that. So I think that's kind of neat. It is neat. Mm -hmm. We all are on the the side of good. Well, we try. Makes us, yeah. Sometimes it makes you a, a target for the light, but I mean for the dark, but I really count on the light side that wins as a as a rule you know not last, always but as a rule yeah yeah the last little bit i've been kind of slayed but the light's back so i'm back right well you know my my feeling on things i have one word that's going to come in and play absolutely and, battle uh, battle <laughs> if there is evil afoot battle is is on <laughs> I think it's perfect. I I used that the other day, actually. I quitted you. Sweet. So and it was at physical therapy and I won. The lady was being a... mean. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't know who he was talking to. Well, uh, you know, when you start getting well then they go crazy. He should, he should have called me and I would have said, listen, there's this other part called Bahad. <laughs> Don't go there or you'll be in therapy very shortly. That would be true. That would have been true. But, you know, I think that, I really think that's why, you know, the people in chat and we here talking are so fortunate as to get really good evidence because... I went to an old museum down here, and um, the energy was just so strong. And I didn't know it, it felt wonky, but not bad. And it turned out it was just somebody that was sitting around waiting to see what was going to happen. You know, like what kind of person my team was, what kind of people mm. my team was. And... I don't investigate with them anymore, but it's not because they're horrid people. You know, just different, different strokes sometimes. Mm -hmm. But yeah, have you ever walked into an everyone? Have I ever watched the what? Have you ever walked into an antique store and walked out? I have. I, I did the one in Defiance. Ohio, when I went to the Paulding Jail once, it was one of my solo trips. There's the yeah, and it's a really great worm in it. Go ahead. No, I just said I've walked to antique stores and walked out because 
the energy will hit you and you oh yeah you should check Um, that one out in defiance the next when we get back up there okay it's really every time i've gone in there it's been strong Ooh. okay and shelly will remember when i rode up to Paulding with those people from jacksonville who were coming Jacksonville, Florida, and they stopped in Birmingham to pick me up. Mm-hmm. And um, we went to lunch at a restaurant that was right by that place, and she was wanting to go. And Cheryl said, she'll never let that keep her from shopping. You will if it's <laughs> the right place. But, um, you know, you could feel it when the door opened. Mm-hmm. And so she was wandering around and I'm like, I'm good to go. I'm not getting anything here. She was trying to find what it was. And I was like, Nope, don't need to know. I just need to know. It's not for me. Mm-hmm. Time to hightail it out of there. And I always respect getting those signals. Don't you? Oh, I do too. Oh, what, what about you, Rick? Going well, in know- there dead into the, Limp Castle. Well, no, I, I've tried to tell people that. I say, you know, evolution, you know, as we were going along, we for a long time, humans were not just predator, we were also prey. And, you know, we had the thing where the uh, hair on the back of your neck would stand up, the hair on your arms would stand up, and it was a warning signal. Yeah. And we, we still have those things, but because we've become so, and I'm air quoting, civilized, that we don't listen anymore. Yeah. And you still have those things. If you feel that, if you go out, you're walking along one night, and all of a sudden you get that creepy feeling that someone's watching you. There's somebody probably watching you. Yep. You know, you have to learn to listen to those feelings. You know, it's, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, it's built in. It was evolution. You know, it was God's way of saying, here, I'm going to help protect you. And, you know, you might want to pay attention. Of course, right now, right now I'm too poor to pay attention. So, uh, <laughs> oh, you're a great big old famous yeah. movie star. You're all good. Big old famous <laughs> movie star. Yeah, okay. I'm not even a household name in my own household. <laughs> and you'd think I would be because I'm the only one here. You think I'd get top billing? You would no. think. <laughs> you would think, but no. I'm looking forward to seeing Shelley again. You're going to have so much fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So and, that, that, that I am looking forward to. And I'm looking forward to any people that are going to come to this. You know, matter of fact, if you come to this and you get in my book, I'll send you a free copy. What do you think of that? That's sweet. Well, I always figure if you're in the book, you should get a free copy. <laughs> you know, that's Well, yeah. That seems fair. That seems fair. It does, but I have to tell you, it's going to be hard to top that first book. That was a good book. Yeah, that was a good book. Which is Ghosts Believe in Me by Rick McCollum, Paranormal Book of the Year. Yeah, that was that was very surprising. I didn't even know they had such a thing. I didn't know I was nominated. I didn't know I won. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I was actually on a podcast and somebody goes, congratulations on your book, which is what they always say when you write a book. 
You know, yeah. I, I I think people say that to me is because I think they're pretty sure not only did they surprise I could write a book, I think they're surprised I could read one. Um, <laughs> so I mean, I asked them, I said, well, send me the send me the link, right? And they did. And I was like, well, that's pretty dang cool. <laughs> Absolutely, it is. You think I would have got a certificate of participation or something in the mail, <laughs> but just so I knew. Just yeah. so you knew. Absolutely. Or somebody, or somebody would call up and say, hey, knucklehead, guess what? <laughs> but I was really pleased about that. That was a very nice surprise. Well, those are the best ones. Yeah, when you had no idea that that was even in the works. Yeah, and it was cool. funny because I, I thought it was, you know, how good could this be? And then I looked and the people who won just before me were uh, Amy Bruni and Adam Berry, you know, and then the, the one who won right after me was Nick Groff. So I was like, well, pretty that's good company. Pretty, that's pretty, yeah, pretty good group right there. Now I'm really pleased. <laughs> of course, they might not have been so pleased when they saw my name, so who knows? Yeah, they'll pull through. Yeah, well, they'll live. We are out of time. No! Completely out of oh my time. Goodness. I know, right? And oh this has gone way too fast. But we'll all be together soon. Yes. So, 25th of June. Yes. Yeah. And get your tickets. 187pi.com And I'm telling you, this is going to be fun. And you've just got really a great chance. If you've never investigated before, this jail is, it has fairly consistent energy unless it's storming. It has really great energy. The spirits there are resident spirits for the most part. And they're glad to see you too. Yeah, it's really, really cool. So, good I place to wait. start. I can't wait. I know. Me too. I know I have to, but I still can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to go ahead and just tell people that, you know, things are coming back around, but there's still a lot of anger and angst and stuff. If you aren't liking what you're seeing, change it. Just set your intention. Determine that you're going to be the change that you want to see in your world. And it happens. So, just take control. You'll be so glad you did. And, Rick and Lori, I have to tell you thank you. Because this was so great. Um, you know, Shelly was able to get into the chat. And we've got the links. And we got people getting tickets. So, we're all going to have fun. But oh, I just yeah. wanted to make sure that I told you thank you. And two of my henchies showed up in the chat. So that was cool. That is cool. Even better. Yeah. Yeah. Cheryl and Mikey popped in there. So. You're surrounded nothing by. Left, nothing left to do but to go do it. And I, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> 17 more days. I know. So we'll Yay. be there. And y'all be there too if you can. We'll see you then. Good night, everybody. Good night.
I am now. I couldn't get to my music starting. And I'm talking during it. Sorry, everybody. Y'all have a great night. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.